We're entering the winner's circle. Bring back my winners. The fans want us to compete again, then get in the ring and let's go. And going out of this world. You ready to make history? I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend. Friday, May 20th through Sunday, May 22nd. We are counting down this weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Amber Heard's agent testified Thursday during the Johnny Depp defamation trial that Warner Brothers cited Heard's, quote, lack of chemistry with Aquaman 2 co-star Jason Momoa as a reason for possibly recasting her role. In a pre-recorded deposition, Jessica Kovacevic testified about Heard's career before and after her split from ex-husband Johnny Depp, sharing her belief that Warner Brothers wanted to replace Heard as Mara amidst the flurry of bad press pertaining to the split. Instead, Kovacevic testified that the studio cited Heard's lack of chemistry with Momoa as the reason they were considering recasting her. Heard ultimately remained in the film, but her role was pared down significantly from earlier iterations of the script, as Heard previously testified. Representatives for Warner Brothers did not immediately respond to EW's request for comment. A new Oceans movie? Warner Brothers is assembling a crew. Four years after the premiere of Ocean's 8, the most recent movie in the franchise, the studio is in active development on a new installment, one set to star and be produced by Harley Quinn actress Margot Robbie. The concept, though not officially greenlit at this point, is set in 1960s Europe and will be directed by Jay Roach. Plot details for the new Oceans movie from writer Carrie Solomon are currently under wraps, but Warner Brothers is hoping to start production in 2023. The town of Riverdale is preparing for the end. Yep, the hit CW show about sexy teens doing sexy things will officially conclude with the upcoming Season 7, which is set to premiere during the 2022-2023 midseason sometime next year. Watch out, Hell's Kitchen. Charlie Cox's Man Without Fear might be coming to your screen again soon. Marvel is reportedly developing a new Daredevil TV series for Disney+. According to Variety, Covert Affairs creator Matt Corman and Chris Ord have signed on to write and executive produce the new show, which would once again center on everyone's favorite blind vigilante lawyer. Representatives for Disney did not immediately respond to EW's request for comment. And John Aylward, the veteran stage and screen actor known for his work on ER, The West Wing, and more, died May 16th at 75. Aylward was perhaps best known for playing Dr. Donald Anspa on ER and former DNC chairman Barry Goodwin on The West Wing. His countless other TV and film credits also included Third Rock from the Sun, Alias, Mad Men, American Horror Story, Yellowstone, Instinct, A Million Ways to Die in the West, and Water for Elephants. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, including a first look at the series finale of This Is Us and our brand new cover story featuring the cast, head on over to EW.com. We're in the City of Angels for our number five pick this weekend, where creatives thrive and criminals lurk. Luckily, the Office of Special Projects is on the job in the season finale of NCIS Los Angeles. The team is on the hunt for a band of criminals who rob an L.A. casino with military-grade weapons. Meanwhile, Deeks and Kenzie receive encouraging news on their adoption efforts, and Anna and Callan take a big step in their relationship. 
Here's a preview from the episode. You lost, man? No, I'm just taking the sights of Koreatown. Say, where do you get the best Calvi around here? I don't know who you are, but you need to move on while something happens to you. Something like what? No time it is. I'll take this. Damn you, switch. Yeah, switch. Well, fighting crime is really getting personal. Catch the season finale of NCIS Los Angeles Sunday at 9 on CBS. Live from New York, it's Saturday night. Our number four pick is the season finale of Saturday Night Live, where Russian Doll star and co-creator Natasha Lyonne will take over Studio 8H as host, along with musical guest, alternative pop band Japanese Breakfast. Here's this week's promo featuring Kate McKinnon and Kenan Thompson. Hi, I'm Natasha Lyonne, and I'm hosting the season finale of SNL this week with musical guest Japanese Breakfast. You've got such an iconic voice, Natasha. Thank you. You kind of sound like if Marge Simpson was real. Well, not really a compliment. Yeah, your voice is amazing. Amazing. Good style. You sound like if sandpaper could talk. Horrible finish. You sound like every secretary in a Monsters, Inc. movie. Okay, hurtful. You sound like you had COVID for like a thousand years. Hate that. You sound like a kazoo that rusted. Sufficiently insulted. Uh... What a privilege to be roasted by those two, am I right? Well, SNL cast member Chloe Fineman, she also does a pretty spot-on impression of Leon, so we'll see if she pulls that out for Saturday's episode. And as finales go, they're typically quite a treat for fans as the cast and writers pull out all their last punches before summer break. And who doesn't love the now-season finale tradition of Weekend Update host Colin Jost and Michael Che swapping jokes and making the other read hilariously embarrassing or cancel-worthy quips that one writes for the other? One of my favorite segments. You can watch the season finale of SNL at 11.30 Eastern, 8.30 Pacific on NBC. It's trivia time. SNL host Natasha Lyonne has had a lengthy career beginning when she was six years old on what children's show? Barney and Friends, Pee Wee's Playhouse, or The Electric Company? Stick around for the answer. Not everything is as it seems on our next pick, the series premiere of Now and Then. The new thriller series from Apple TV Plus follows a group of teens on a fun weekend away. Their laughter and joy soon turn to fear and panic as their friend Alejandro falls ill and they get into a deadly car crash. Now, the surviving members of the group are all grown up, but they've got a lot of explaining to do. Years after that fateful night, the secrets they've kept are coming back to blackmail them, and Rosie Perez plays one of the investigators on the case. Here's a bit of the trailer. Remember our first case together? The one we couldn't solve? There's another body, all the same suspect. But this time, Sully, I'm gonna go all the way. You didn't take the blackmail seriously? Why would we? We haven't done anything wrong. You want a warrant to bug the mayoral candidate? You want to go to war with those guys? So think, I know what you did last summer meets elite, but 20 years after they were in school. Basically, sign me up. The first three episodes of Now and Then are available to stream right now on Apple TV+. Plus. 
Among the new movies opening this weekend is the satirical dramedy Emergency on Amazon Prime Video. The movie follows three college students who, after a wild night of partying, find an unconscious woman in their apartment. Trying to bypass the police, they attempt to get the woman out without drawing too much attention. The movie had its world premiere at this year's South by Southwest, where the cast came by our studio. And while they were there, we asked them the all-important question, what you watching? Here's star R.J. Seiler. Inventing Anna has been Anna. another another banger for real, for real. Attack on Titan for the anime world. The final season. Over there. Um, uh, how do I say it? Lakeith Stanfield has an anime that's on Netflix, too, that's really good. I just don't know how to pronounce it. But I watched it with my girl, and she's like, yeah, it's really good. I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> I wish I could say it without... I don't remember what the name was. Tying my tongue. Uh, <laughs> but it's, he's a black source. Yeah, it's yeah, really, exactly. really cool. That anime series he's talking about is Yusuke, which you can find on Netflix. That's where you can also check out Inventing Anna. And all four seasons of Attack on Titan are available to stream on Hulu. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our soundbite of the week and top two picks are coming up. What to watch? We'll be right back. Hey, everyone, I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. She's a mean, green, crime-fighting machine. Yes, with her hands, but also with her head. Our soundbite of the week comes from the new trailer for the upcoming Disney Plus series, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Jennifer Walters was a normal, anonymous lawyer until one day her cousin Bruce Banner, aka The Hulk, transforms her into She-Hulk. Now with green skin and muscles for days, she's getting a little more attention than she hoped for, and some encouragement to use her powers to fight the bad guys. Have a listen. You could be an Avenger. Oh, I'm not a superhero. That is for billionaires and narcissists and adult orphans for some reason. Number two. All right, back to this weekend's picks. Philosophers, scientists and poets alike all agree stars and constellations are a great mystery to humankind. Those mysteries are about to be explored on our number two pick, the series premiere of Night Sky. The new sci-fi series from Amazon Prime Video follows Sissy Spacek and J.K. Simmons' Irene and Franklin, a married couple who find a buried chamber in their backyard that leads to an odd, uninhabited planet. Soon, a man, or possibly otherworldly being, arrives in the chamber, and what the couple thought was a magical secret place to observe the beauty of space soon presents more danger than wonder. Here is a preview. I have something to tell you. And you're very lucky, because I've never told anyone this in my whole life. 
You ready to make history? You say that every time. I get it's a heck of a view. Oh, it's more than that. Maybe it's time we finally tell somebody else. Hey, Grandpa. I think you two should consider moving out of the house. That's what you're worried about? One of your neighbors saw you pushing Nana around in the middle of the night. But I think they're hiding something in that shed. There's a reason. We were the ones who found this. This is our riddle to solve. He's some kind of alien? He could be dangerous. I think I know how to find him. Take care of this. I need to see where all this leads, Franklin, and I want you there with me. You're always looking for an answer to life's great mystery. I found mine <laughs> here in this house with you everything. It's just a way to protect the secret. It's one of those, by the way. A lot more. Sissy Spacek had nothing but praise and compliments, as you might imagine, to give when asked how it was working with a fellow Oscar winner, co-star J.K. Simmons. Have a listen. You feel safe. You know, no matter what is called for in the scene, he's going to bring that and more. And he's very a very present actor and close your ears. He's very, he's a gracious actor and a generous actor. And we had, we had a blast a couple of times. I think we wanted to kill each other, but that was usually in the scene, you know, because, uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, it's interesting because meeting someone and then like two days later, you're, you're working together. You're playing people who've been married 50 years. It's interesting, but we're actors. That's what we do. And they do it so well, don't they? And in their case, these characters, Irene and Franklin, have a lot of exploring and explaining to do once their nosy neighbors begin to get suspicious of their behavior. See what happens next on the series premiere of Night Sky, streaming now on Amazon. Our number one pick this weekend is giving iconic, legendary, queen of all queens behavior. It's the season premiere of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. The pop culture phenomenon is back, and this season is extra special. For the first time ever, all the competing queens are returning champions who've won a previous season of RuPaul's Drag Race, Drag Race All-Stars, or Drag Race UK. The queens competing for the crown? Shea Coulee, Jada Essence Hall, Evie Oddly, Trinity the Tuck, Monet Exchange, Jinx Monsoon, Raja, and The Vivian. Here is a preview. The rumors are true. <laughs> and now the time has come. <laughs> Bring back my winners. The fans want us to compete again. They're getting the ring and let's go. For the first time ever, this is the all-winners season, the tournament of champions. To be the best, did somebody call for an icon? You have to slay the best. 
Who will be the queen of all queens? Get ready for legendary looks. The level of detail, this is all world class. Time to show these bitches how it's done. I don't think I'll ever say anything like that again. You came out and just let everybody have it. I'm not gonna hold back. <laughs> Iconic guest stars. Heaven must be missing an angel. I thought that this was heaven, Rue. <laughs> I was thoroughly impressed. It was gorgeous. It was opulent. It looked so hot. I'm about to slide off my seat. It was incredible. I was wowed by this. There's one more legendary queen I want you to meet. What? What is happening? Walking on the runway in front of Naomi Campbell. This is my moment. It was perfection for me. The competition has never been more cutthroat. You and I have the most history. I thought we were friends. Because it's all legends. Do we do an alliance? Let's do it. I am here to play the game. All winners. I'm so glad to be here with y'all. Thank y'all for being such good sisters to me. I hope you're ready. <laughs> all stars. Can I get an amen? Amen. Now, these queens will compete in challenges and runways, surely with an elevated caliber that only comes from being seasoned drag queens and experienced competitors. Trinity the Tuck and Monet Exchange famously both won season four of All Stars and both got the crowns. The queens discussed during EW's Around the Table with the cast if they're here to settle the score once and for all, perhaps. Have a listen. I don't think there's anything to settle because this is, there's two different competitions. There's All-Stars 4, which was, that was that. We, we completed that. And this is a whole new venture, whole different rules, two different entertainers that have evolved since All-Stars. I don't think there's anything to settle. It's just something different. The rules are different. The way we compete is different. I'm so proud of myself, and I'm so proud of my twinner for what she was able to do this season as well. I mean, I'm just excited to, to watch as a fan. Yeah, there's nothing to settle, girl. We both got our own money, our own crown, our own scepter. This for the house. I bought some Gucci bags. Like, like people just... <laughs> You do, you got your money, you did your thing, and we, there's no animosity, there's no, I, I'm, I'm gonna settle the score with you, Trinity. Like, it's not, it's nothing, none of that. Well, happy to hear that. These drag superstars are certainly gonna fight to see who will be crowned the queen of all queens, truly the ultimate prize if there ever was one. Plus, of course, a year's supply of Anastasia Beverly Hills cosmetics and, oh, just a little $200,000. Who could forget that? The first two episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars are available to stream right now on Paramount+. Plus. And finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. SNL host Natasha Lyonne has had a lengthy career beginning when she was six years old on what children's show? Barney and Friends, Pee Wee's Playhouse, or The Electric Company? Well, if you didn't get this right, don't worry, I'm not gonna call you a loser because I certainly wouldn't want you to quote Pee Wee Herman and say, I know you are, but what am I? And that, my friends, is the answer. Pee Wee's Playhouse. Leon got her start on TV in 1986 playing Opal on that show. Now, the previous year, that show's namesake became a first-time SNL host himself, the actual Pee Wee Herman. On November 23rd, 1985, comedian Paul Rubens hosted SNL entirely in character as Pee Wee, the iconic character he had created with close friend and future SNL legend Phil Hartman years earlier when they were members of the Groundlings. Rubens actually auditioned to join the SNL cast for season six, but lost the spot to recently departed comic Gilbert Gottfried. 
That is our show for this weekend. We will have more news and must-see picks for you next week, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great weekend. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Callie Shep, produced by Ashley Boucher, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.